I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I am sitting here in my big, manly, comfortable black leather papa chair in my living room, and I'm, and I'm scratching my head again. Those of us who are guys in long-term relationships with someone who is estrogen-enriched and has a high voice and confusing ways should probably understand this. I have found that arguing with a woman is like reading a software license agreement. You know those things? In the end, it is best to just ignore almost all of the endlessly depressing small print and just click, I agree, I give up. (laughs) When you sense something has gone wrong in your relationship because you notice she is throwing your clothes and other belongings out the window and you innocently ask, what's wrong? She will often say, nothing. So now maybe we can understand that when a woman says nothing, She sometimes means plenty of something. (laughs) Women tend to react that way after you've told too many fart jokes at a party, or you you notice an extremely attractive and very silicone-enhanced person slowly undulating down your street. And you might mention how much fun it would be if breast implants came with little squeaky toys inside. (laughs) Better lock your windows if you do that. And if a woman says, do what you want, please consider her tone of voice. I have found that if a woman says, do what you want, in a voice that sounds like chalk scraping across a blackboard, don't. First, just stand still. Do not even blink. Don't take a breath. Just play dead. She says, do what you want in that kind of voice. But if her voice sounds like you wish you could pour it on your pancakes when she says do what you want go ahead i won't look and it's not just in relationships with women that i have to scratch my head and i'm not the only one who's confused you are too try this seriously try this all right put your arm out in front of you and hold up one finger i don't care which finger all right now point that finger at one of the corners of the room Don't move. Now, just close one eye. All right? Now, open that eye and close the other one. Look at that. I think you just moved the room. (laughs) Please put it back where you belong, please, so you can find it next time you need it. And there is a moment when I have a steak on the grill, and I can hear it sizzle and smell it cooking. And I begin to feel my mouth watering, and, and I can't help wondering at that moment... If my vegetarian brother, John, feels that way when he mows his lawn, he's a vegetarian. And how come when I'm writing fast, I switch between script and printing? I don't mean to do that. I guess we do lots of things we don't mean to do. Think about it. We shed more than a million skin cells every day, but we don't go transparent. Not physically, anyway. Of course, some women will tell you they can see right through a guy, I don't want to see right through my lady wonder wench. That'd be a terrible waste of curves.
Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's confusing you out the other ear and you can carry on, as the gate attendant says at the airport. Remembering, of course, there is an extra charge for your carry-on. Actually, you shouldn't really carry on at an airport. You should wait until you get on the plane to carry on, you know? Don't be like a housefly. According to the smart guys in the white lab coats, Houseflies prefer carrying on, including having sex, right in the middle of a room. They don't bother sneaking into the bathroom, like you do on the plane. They have no shame. All right, now if the answer is let us alone and no dressing, what is the question? If the answer is let us alone and no dressing, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. Haven't told you yet. Will in a minute. Those who travel internationally say that a French kiss is known as an English kiss in France. Big Louie, the head guy of the Louie Louie generation, says any kiss is just pressing your lips to one end of yards and yards of entrails. Louie is such a romantic. (laughs) According to experts, gesturing with your hands when you speak improves your memory. According to Tony Soprano, that seems especially true when you're speaking Italian. All right, if the answer is let us alone and no dressing, the question is, what's in a honeymoon salad? Let us alone and no dressing. (laughs) Actually, a little French dressing might be nice too. English dressing if you're in France. Dicks to tails, they take your mind off your mind. little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts for my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com, please tell a couple of friends, will you? Because they might like them too, and you would be doing me a favor. Lots of stuff is hard to understand. Here's an example. If you're feeling lonely, just turn off the lights and put on a horror movie. After a little while, you feel like you may not be alone anymore. (laughs) As the old song says, you decide which is right and which is an illusion. And when does nothing really mean something? In fact, something important. Nothing happened right in the middle of loving you. Just a small nothing, small change. A quick time out. A flash of pumpkin where we left Cinderella's carriage. For just an instant, there was a speck of dust left floating in the air where you were. Nothing much. Nothing like calling you by somebody else's name or forgetting the second line of a poem that you're supposed to recite in the third grade. It was just a clue, not the end of the mystery. I used to be afraid of a lot of nothings, even little ones like that. One of the toughest things that you're taught while you're growing up was always be tough. Act as if nothing hurts. Remember when you were a little kid and you got so happy that you'd spin around till you got dizzy and you were convinced that God was so pleased with you that when you fell down and laughed, he would spin the world the other way a few turns for you, just for you, so he could hear you laugh again. But nobody else noticed. Nobody else cared. Actually, nobody else believed in God enough to think that he would really turn the world the other way just for you. 
That nobody else became the guy who made the rules. Don't be guilty of enjoying yourself too much. The winner is the guy who dies with the biggest collection of toys. Love is perfect, or it isn't love. All those rules. That could have been the same nobody else who noticed the first time I touched you. But I think it was the other way around. The first time I touched you was the first time I started noticing nobody else. It was nothing much, the first time I touched you. It was a long time, a divorce, and some now grown-up children ago, in an all-night diner, with red formica tabletops, old soda fountain handles behind the counter, and a fresh vat of very black coffee. The sleet outside was scratching at the window, mirroring the buzzing red neon sign. It was time for middle-of-the-night jokes, tired giggles, and a last cup of coffee together before driving separate roads to places called home. Nothing new for us. Did I catch you watching me, or did you catch me first? I don't remember. It was just an instant. It was a long time ago. But I do remember clearly that suddenly nobody else was everywhere. It was an instant full of elbows and feet, like when you meet someone walking down the street and you both step the same way to get past and you keep bumping into each other. My hand tried to touch you, but my arm wouldn't move. Yours did. You touched my fingertips without letting go of my eyes. And then without a word, with a look on your face as if you'd just been shot, the back of your hand lifted slowly to your lips. And for an instant, we couldn't even breathe. I was very used to nothing in my life. You get so used to sleet scratching at a window that you don't even hear it. But suddenly your eyes changed from June blue skies to midsummer thunderstorms. And without a warning, lightning was blazing in the ice. Time froze and bridges burned behind us. We were two wrong people. Two people with nothing in common. Two people with everything to lose. Two grown-up kids who still believe that sometimes God does turn the world the other way just to hear a human laugh, living our lives as if we have nothing to lose. Nothing Happened. It's from my Bedtime Story Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com, check out the Bedtime Stories icon on the homepage.
There are so many things that I scratch my head about. For example, if you take your dog for a ride in the car, he'll stick his head out the window to enjoy the breeze. But if you blow in his face, he'll get mad at you. (laughs) When you finally figure out what you want to be when you get older, the answer is usually that you want to be younger. Why is that? And why are people always trying to lose weight? Skinny people hurt the economy. They generate less body heat, and therefore they require more energy to heat their homes, and that's expensive. And maybe the biggest thing that I scratch my head about is, how come we get so upset at politicians? Outside of voting, there is not a damn thing ordinary people like us can do about what those guys are up to. And think how nice and quiet it would be if we'd stop screaming at each other. You know, we we all really do want the same things. We want to have the kind of America that we sing about before the ball games. You know, the kind of America where the star-spangled banner still flies over the land of the free and the home of the brave. Plus, we like our Netflix, our smartphones, and our big gas-guzzling SUVs. You know, we, we really do all want the same things. We just argue about the best ways to get those things. And our arguments have spun out of control. Have you seen the comments on the internet? I sometimes think we should remove all warning labels and just let our stupidity take care of itself. Scratching my head. Sometimes I do that just because it feels good, you know? But sometimes I do that when because of politics, somebody I know and like become somebody I used to know and like. And that doesn't feel good. I have actually lost two good friends just because we have a different way of looking at politics. It's like when you move the room by shutting one eye. You know, maybe there's a lesson there. Maybe the next time you magically move the room just by closing one eye, maybe you'll remember that when you open both eyes the room was magically back where it belonged. And after all, birds and airplanes need both their left and right wings to fly. Maybe we all do. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.